Now what does it mean to be limitless? In my opinion, and by definition, limitless means to have no limitations. Therefore, you are unstoppable and able to do anything you could ever desire. Now what if you could just take a pill that would make you limitless and increase your brain's function by a thousand percent or something? Would you do it? Well, I got this idea or thought from the TV show Limitless and also movie accompanied with it. Now, I found it truly fascinating with all the things that would happen in the movie and how much just you could get done when you had all that concentration and knowledge at your fingertips. But is it actually possible to be limitless? That got me into a lot of researching to try and really find what you can actually do and what the limits of the human bodies are. Now, I didn't exactly find any drug that was going to just give you super knowledge or make you super concentrated. There are things like that which I have never tried, but for at least this video we're going to stick to things anyone can do and try without some sort of income or money. Now, while none of these things necessarily work on their own and some of them might not even work for you at all, altogether they are quite important and can be used to put yourself in a heightened state. So the first one we're starting with is reducing distractions. So what I mean by that is if you have a ton of stuff on your desk and your room's always messy and there's just stuff everywhere, clutter, noise, then it's going to be extremely hard to concentrate on what you're currently doing. However, if you remove those distractions, suddenly, at least in my personal experience, it tends to clear up my mind a lot more not only my workspace and that has often worked for me and really just led to more productive work and getting more done. I don't know about you guys but often when my room's just super messy I just feel distracted and my mind's just all over the place and I just want to jump into bed you know whereas if it's made neatly and the room's all organized and it's set up so that it's a working space, I will be more likely to work. Whereas if I have, for example, a PlayStation or an Xbox or something in the same room as I do my study, chances are I'm going to play that instead of actually getting any work done. So reducing distractions is extremely important when it comes down to it. And it's something you should really consider trying out and experimenting with yourself. Now, number two is meditating. This is something I've done on and off every so often, but I've always noticed the benefits of when I do it. Because when I try and meditate after not meditating for a week or so or something, my mind is so cluttered and it's so hard to just sit there and concentrate for, well, I usually do it for 10 minutes, so for 10 minutes. But if I do this for a week, suddenly I'm able to do it a lot quicker and I just click into the mode of concentrating on just being in the moment and just thinking about just time going on and whatnot. Now, meditation is not for everyone. I don't do it in a spiritual sort of sense. However, it does help me concentrate and there are proven benefits to doing it. So I would recommend doing research into it and finding a sort of method that suits you. What I do personally is I just try and clear my mind 
I don't think about any spiritual type stuff or nature or anything like that. I just sit down and I think and I try and just think of darkness and just black and my mind will wander and it'll try and get me to think of other things like, hey, what are these important things you have to do today? Or hey, like, remember that thing you did in grade seven that was really embarrassing? So things like that. I try and sit down and just concentrate on nothing. So when my thoughts wander, I just pull them back and suddenly I can concentrate again. And usually by the end of the 10 minutes, I have a consistent good block of time where I've just been thinking of nothing and able to just keep my mind focused. Whereas if I just do it for the first time in a week, it doesn't work. It, I have to do it multiple times to really get any sort of foothold in. And number three is to find someone where you can discuss more interesting topics with. Because if you do, I don't know if you've noticed, but at least from my experience, when I'm talking about something interesting or to someone that I find interesting, time seems to fly by really quickly. And I enter a sort of trance state where I just keep going and going and going. And suddenly I spent four hours talking to this person on this one topic and it feels like five minutes. And while talking to someone about something interesting isn't necessarily going to make you limitless, it does help you practice concentration and really just delving into whatever topic you're trying to work on at the current time. Now, another thing that does is it allows you to think about more interesting topics and really delve into ideas and see another opinion on them. Because you may have one opinion and you may think, hey, the government's controlling the birds and the reason we have the coronavirus is because they're changing their batteries in the birds. And your other friend might be like, hey, that's fucking stupid. Why do you even think that? And then you can have a good discussion on it where you have two different opinions, but you come to one main conclusion. And that tends to help out a lot with your mind and actually learning things. Now, to do that, you also have to be someone that is open to new opinions and you're not going to just flame the other person because obviously there are batteries in the birds. Like, how do they not know that? Okay, number four is to read more. Now, I haven't been reading much lately because of how much I've been sleeping, but I'll touch on that in another video. However, reading is extremely important and helps you delve into ideas from different opinions of people who are far beyond your current capabilities. And when it comes to learning, learning from someone who has already done things and already been down that road tends to be a lot easier than learning from someone who has no idea what they're talking about. And another good thing about reading is the authors often have ways of making topics far more interesting than the common teacher can. Now, for example, in in school, often in science class, I was always distracted and I never really found it overly interesting. However, I recently got this book right here, The Selfish Gene, and it's by Richard Dawkins. But basically, this book has been so damn interesting and I'm only a quarter of the way through it because it's, it's a bloody big book. But I just find it so fascinating about all the genetics and how genes are passed on to others and whatnot and down your genetic line and whatnot and it's just it's really fascinating and I never would have had that eye-opening experience or wanted to learn about that sort of topic without reading 
So I highly recommend reading because it can open you up to new ideas and really get you thinking and increase your knowledge tenfold easily. Okay, and the final one I'm going to talk about is flow state. And what flow state is, is when you're in that mode where hours go by as if they're seconds and you suddenly get a ton of work done which you've never had the discipline to do before in your life. Now, this often happens when you procrastinate on, let's say, an essay that you've had weeks to do but you waited until the night before for some stupid reason and then you decide to do it all at once and suddenly you haven't had the discipline to sit down and do it for even five minutes but now you can sit down for eight hours and write the entire thing out without stopping. And that, my friend, is the flow state. It's basically just a really strong piece of concentration that you can kind of train yourself to fall into every so often. Now, the flow state is an extremely powerful thing and can be harnessed to be used when you want to. However, it requires a lot of practice. It's not something I have personally mastered just yet, but every so often when I click into it, I just whiz by and get so much work done and it is fantastic and I really like it. And the way to more or less enter the flow state is by using all of the previous options to become limitless and kind of merging them all together and reducing distractions, meditation, just things that increase concentration so that you're more likely to be able to enter the flow state just by concentrating and just buying being there in the moment and not having any distractions around you. I'm sure I could literally do an entire video on the flow state, so I'm not going to delve into it too much now, but if you want to do some quick research, there's plenty of YouTube videos on it, and I'll be putting up one probably in the coming weeks, but don't quote me on that. I never know when I'm going to get shit done, but I intend to. And just one final one real quick is nootropics. And those are smart drugs basically and they do exist however i don't know how well they work or if they even have any benefit other than just a placebo effect so one day i would like to try them i have not tried them at the moment but caffeine is considered one as well as many other things so i guess i technically have i've had caffeine but they're usually a mix of caffeine and a lot of other things so one day i will try them and i will actually drop a video researching more into the topic because I am very interested in it. But then again, in the show Limitless, the smart drugs caused horrendous side effects, including death, so maybe I should stay clear of them. I don't know, let me know in the comments. Thanks for watching my video. I would really appreciate it if you liked and subscribed and left any opinions you have on this video in the comments below. And yeah, have a nice day. Catch you later.